You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Welcome into the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. It is Thursday, September 29th. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Blair Angulo, joined by Recruiting Insider over at Inside the Revels, the Ole Miss site on the 24-7 Sports Network, David Johnson. And we are looking ahead to this big weekend matchup between Ole Miss and Kentucky, 11 o'clock kickoff, uh, local time. And David, we're going to tackle this from a recruiting perspective. Three official visitors expected for Ole Miss. What are your thoughts on the Rebels and their aim to to get some recruiting momentum heading into this weekend? Yeah, it's going to be a big weekend in Oxford for Ole Miss, uh, particularly on the recruiting front. Uh, a lot of kids want to watch this game. A lot of kids at Ole Miss wants to have as future Rebels want to watch this game. As you mentioned, only the three official visitors, DJ Chester, an offensive lineman from Georgia, Neo Avery and Edge, who's already committed to Ole Miss, coming in from Maryland, and then uh, uh, Jamel Johnson, a four-star safety that's long time been committed to the Texas Longhorns. Ole Miss is going after him hard. We'll see what kind of substance and traction that visit gets this weekend. Yeah, Ole Miss number 14 right now nationally in the polls, taking on number seven, Kentucky. A huge opportunity, David, not only for the recruits that will be in Oxford to, to check out Ole Miss, but I think for the national recruit, right? When you think about Lane Kiffin, the message that he sends sometimes even subliminally during his press conferences, the the persona, the charisma that he has for recruiting, this is a, a really unique opportunity for them to not only win on the field, but win off the field in recruiting. Yeah, he wears it across his chest, right? Come to the SIP, transfer to the SIP, all of those messages. And, uh, you know, they make no bones about it. You know, if, if you're unhappy where you're at and you want to play, come to Ole Miss. He had 17 transfers in last year's class. Not going to be that many this year. I uh, wouldn't expect. I'm thinking eight, nine, maybe maybe they get to 10, depending on what the needs are. But uh, that's a big part of the recruiting match right here at Ole Miss, no doubt about it. But also the high school kids, too. They're in on some top guys. They're going to have a few interesting unofficial visitors in the stand Saturday in Oxford. One of them being, he's a four-star on the composite, running back Dante Dowdle, committed to Oregon right now, from Mississippi. He's coming in. He's got to like what he's seeing out of the Ole Miss ground game so far. They lead the SEC. They're they're amongst the tops in the nation. They're playing multiple backs back there. They're playing a true freshman in Quinshawn Judkins. That, uh, so if he's looking for immediate playing time and stepping into a place where he's going to be able to play quickly, 
Ole Miss is probably it, and it's right here in his home state. We'll see what happens. He's also going to be an early enrollee, so we know Dante has to have a decision made by December, so that's kind of creeping up on us here. Yeah, Ole Miss, one of the bigger recruiting weekends and obviously one of the bigger games on the field. Three official visitors, Neil Avery, Jamel Johnson, and uh, DJ Chester. Chester being the highest rated among those three. Let's begin with him, David. Uh, There's uh, a crystal ball prediction already in for the LSU Tigers, but Ole Miss gets their chance at the four-star offensive tackle from the state of Georgia. What have you heard about the Rebels and DJ Chester? Yeah, I think that there is a close connection there. I think he and Jake Thornton, the offensive line coach, have really created a bond. It's good enough that that he's using one of his five officials to come here. So it's going to be interesting to talk to DJ Chester on Sunday when he gets back home, how his experience was, what he thought about Ole Miss, and if that changes the meter any in terms of where everybody thinks he's going to go. Ole Miss has a definite need up front on the offensive line. The All-American Nick Broker gone after this season. Probably Jeremy James, their right tackle, is going to leave early for the NFL draft. So there are a couple of spots open on there. I don't know if DJ Chester is really the kind of talent that's going to play as a true freshman on the offensive line. Those guys are limited to guys like Laramie Tunsil, Greg Little, people like that. But he is a building block for the future. Ole Miss recognizes that, and they're going after him hard. So big visit this weekend for DJ Chester, no doubt about it. Yeah, DJ Chester, number six among among offensive tackles in the top 24-7, the number 51 overall prospect nationally in this 2023 class. Did take official visits to LSU and Auburn back in the summer. Will be at Ole Miss this weekend and has an official visit locked in with the Michigan Wolverines for the end of the month as the Rebels continue to make a push there for one of the premier offensive line prospects in the country. You mentioned the, the transfer to the SIP message that Lane Kiffin has been portraying, and, and we are going to get Get into this a little bit later, but there was something that he was doing before, which was Mary Flipmas. Do you remember that one, David? Yeah. Did, have the, are, are those are those sweatshirts still available, or are, are they still being worn around town? What can yeah. you tell us about those Mary Flipmas sweatshirts? You know, he walks into a press conference one day with Mary Flipmas across his chest, and it kind of caught on. Now, as we get closer to the holidays, you're going to see a return of the Mary Flipmas. So and and well here's 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 my my transition right Jamel Johnson committed to Texas and if there was ever a time to break out the Mary Flipmas sweatshirt it would be to potentially flip another top 24/7 prospect he's a he's a four-star safety from the state of Texas has been committed to Longhorns for nearly a year so I'm not saying this is easy is this going to be easy but he's at least giving Ole Miss a chance there to to make an impression yeah they've come close a couple of times of getting Jamel on campus for this official. Something's happened, whether it's transportation issues or whatnot. Uh, it looks like it's finally going to happen this weekend. So that this is a huge visit because the, you know they, they, they've got to immerse him in the culture here that Lane Kiffin has built. And uh, hopefully he will like it. Hopefully uh, he leaves with Ole Miss on his mind and something will happen there. But you know he's not the only safety thereafter. Uh, Mary Flipmas kind of applies here. Braxton Myers, who was committed to USC for such a long, long time. Uh, another Texas kid out of Coppell, Texas, decommitted from USC maybe about a month ago and now 
you know, the word is he's he's likely going to commit to Ole Miss. He's going to take a few more visits, but I think Ole Miss is kind of in the driver's seat for him as well. So as signing day approaches in December, the early signing period, I think Ole Miss is positioned to have an extremely successful day. You may not see them extremely high in the recruiting rankings just because they may not have the numbers because, as we mentioned, Lane is saving spots for the transfer portal. There's no yeah, doubt. That's yeah, that's a great segue. We're going to continue our conversation on Lane Kiffin and that transfer portal right after the break. You're listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. CBS Friday. TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. Used to be. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG. We are back on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Blair Angulo joined by David Johnson. He's an insider over at Inside the Rebels, the Ole Miss site on the 24-7 Sports Network. And David, we teased it a little bit there in the first segment about Lane Kiffin and his, I don't want to say infatuation with the transfer portal, but I think he's definitely embraced it. He's embraced what that means for building a program, for adding pieces where you need to add pieces. And I want to ask you about the balance because Ole Miss, given some of the track record and what Lane Kiffin's been able to do there in his short time, the really attractive offense, the pro development, what he was able to do at Alabama, there's so many different layers that make him an attractive destination for recruits at the high school level. But I think he's also allowed himself to be a a reclamation project of sorts for those players that are trying to bounce back from another college. What's the balance there for Lane Kiffin balancing high school recruiting with with the transfer portal? Yeah, I think it's it's purely based on need. I mean, if there is a position on the team that is going to be okay for a year or two, he's fine with going into the high school ranks and bringing in somebody he can develop, leading them up to that spot. People tend to forget, you know, Lane Kiffin was once upon a time, a long time ago, the head coach of the Oakland Raiders. And he kind of learned a little bit about roster management when he was in the NFL. Of course, with his dad and the long career money had in the NFL as well. So as the portal has become a thing in college ball, Lane has positioned himself perfectly to work it perfectly. And that's what he's doing. He is he is identifying the needs on his roster and he's going out and filling those needs. I mean, look at what happened last year. Ole Miss loses Jerry Ely and Snoop Connor to early entry to the the NFL draft. Henry Parrish follows his running backs coach to Miami. So you lose your top three rushers, really top four when you throw Matt Corral in there. And look at how he rebuilt that backfield through the transfer portal, bringing in Zach Evans. Yeah, Ole Miss right now outside the top 40 in the high school recruiting rankings for this 2023 class. And while Lane Kiffin is balancing the transfer portal with high school, it's certainly worth noting that there is some improvement to make 
although the numbers won't be there from a sheer volume standpoint in terms of commitments at the high school level there is sense that Ole Miss can continue to to improve there what what's left on the board for Ole Miss what are some key areas that that Ole Miss needs to recruit here as we make the charge towards the early signing period David I think you start with the offensive line Nick Broker is going NFL after this season Jeremy James the right tackle likely going to the NFL. He would be drafted. The question is whether Jeremy wants to come back and play another year of college ball after this. So you've got two spots there. Now they like their that they have already on the offensive line. Feel like there are a couple of guys ready to step up, but you just never know. So I would think they're looking for an offensive tackle. They're going to look for that. You're always looking to stack defensive linemen. You have to do that in the SEC. They're going to need linebackers. So, you know, it, it's it's kind of a work in progress. You've got to see who's leaving, who's coming back. You know, what Ole Miss players are going to get in the portal. You know, it, it works both ways. You gain players, you lose players. All of that's got to be kind of worked out before we know specifically what Lane's going to do in the portal this year. Yeah, it's going to be a, a obviously an, an, a really important weekend for Ole Miss, and you're going to be able to catch all the coverage over at Inside the Rebel the Ole Miss site on the 24-7 Sports Network with insider David Johnson. David, thank you so much for tuning in. And and by the way, if you have a moment, put in a word for us with Lane Kiffin. You see that wall behind me? We could put one of those Mary Flipmas sweatshirts up there uh, and, and you know give them a little bit of love too you know, as we make a stretch run towards the early signing period. Yeah, we'll see what we can do in that regard. Blair, thanks for having me on. All right, that is David Johnson. And for our producer, Lance Glenn, I am Blair Angulo. Remember, if you're watching us on YouTube, like this video and subscribe to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel. And thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.